Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Delahunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast which is episode 8 creating your roadmap and this would be about creating your roadmap to success because let's not forget the fact that everybody's journey and everybody's road is going to look very different. Your goals are going to look very different to somebody else's, to somebody else on Instagram, to somebody else on TikTok, wherever you're looking. So we want to make it very clear and give you some techniques, some tips to how you're actually going to create. What does it look like? What does it feel like and what you can do to basically begin to embody that version of yourself that you're striving towards over the next one, two, three, four, five years, wherever you would like to go. Okay, so Sarah, I will get you to get started on this because I know that you have a lot to say. You want to go through some of your potential workbooks that help your clients and things like that. And we're just going to chat together about it. All right. Amazing. Thank you. So Yeah, guys, this episode is for those of you who feel like you want to get clear, ultimately beginning at the beginning and then all the way down to the weekly schedule, right? So the the big vision, the why, the how, the way, and then ultimately how that translates into your day-to-day life, okay? So we're going to keep this really simple. Obviously, we kind of explore these topics more in depth if we are, you know, coaching together, etc. But I definitely know that you can take this information and do it yourself once you have that self-motivation. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to speak about on the roadmap is let me just get up my lovely workbook. So this is one of the phases of my program. I call it Best Self Clarity, Values, Focus and Vision Board. Okay, so I would always start with a couple of coaching questions that will get you from now to potentially where you want to go, right? And these coaching questions are literally just simple and designed to get you thinking deeper about your direction and and who you'd like to become and what that life looks like, okay? So I'm going to call out some of these questions now. You guys can take them down into your journal. So the first one is, who are you in this current moment, right? So write a paragraph on that, whatever comes to you. Who are you now? Who are you in this current moment? Okay. Next question is, who do you believe you could be if you had the support and knowledge to evolve into grander dimensions? So if you had a coach, for example, or if you had support and if you had knowledge alongside you, who do you believe that you could become, right? Who is your number three? Who is your highest self? So what is she like? How does she speak? How does she think? Decide, act, invest and show up for herself. So you don't have to answer all these questions. These are just questions to get you thinking deeper, right? What needs to happen in your life for you to become this next level of version? So maybe you could write down some chronological steps there. So what do you need to focus on and what needs to take up your mental space now going forward? Because what I'm seeing typically is people coming to me and they have their eggs and so many baskets they're saying yes to everything they kind of have this idea that they want to work on they don't know for sure okay so how do we get clarity on that what needs to happen 
Okay. Who would you be if there were no mental blocks or limiting beliefs holding you back from stepping into your true power? So if money wasn't an issue is a fantastic question. If your mindset was not an issue, if you had all the confidence in the world, if you had all the time in the world, okay, get really creative here. And what you'll typically find and what I find fascinating about an exercise like this is the the girls actually write down very, very simple things a lot of the time. And when they write down these things, it's like, wow, it's to be healthier, it's to be fitter, it's to have time to, you know, walk my dog during the day, it's to, you know, see my friends twice a week. And, you know, then they have the career aspect of things, which may be, you know, bigger dreams and bigger ambitions for them. And and when they write it down on paper, they actually see, wow, this is actually doable. I feel like now I could actually step into this person now if I really put time aside into my weekly planner, etc. So this is just really, really interesting. Another couple of quick fire questions, but probably the most important ones in my eyes is number one, what does your perfect day look like? Number two, what kind of feelings would you feel every day if you could? Number three, what kind of habits does this best self-version have? Okay, so how what are the things that she does, you know, day by day, like that non-negotiables really, right? Who does this best self-version spend time with? Okay, what kind of people are in her circle? What does this best self-version say no to going forward? And like Patrick says, that beautiful question, what do you no longer resonate with? Okay. So just before I move on to values, Patrick, can you give any kind of maybe journaling tips or anything that you have on this stage of just kind of getting to know, you know, maybe, so for example, like, how do I say it? Perhaps the most important questions here, they're kind of like quick fire questions, but these actually provide the most clarity for my clients, right? Number one, what does your perfect day look like? Again, you'll be very surprised with the simplicity of this one. Number two, what kind of feelings would you feel every day if you could? Number three, what kind of habits does this best self-version have? What are her daily non-negotiables, for example? Number four, who does this best self-version spend time with, right? Who do you no longer align with? Who are you aligning more and more with? What kind of people, what kind of people do you want in your circle, right? What what kind of conversations make you feel energized? What kind of conversations make you feel drained? Who do you now as this version need to step away with? So sorry, step away from and move towards. What does this best self-version say no to? One of my favorite questions, again, Patrick puts this lovely, what do you now no longer resonate with? Okay, so now what are we stepping away for, from to energetically make time for the things that make up the perfect day and the people we want to spend time with, you right? And again, these questions, guys, really beautiful for clarity. So Patrick, do you want to come in here actually and talk a little bit about, I know you're a big future self-journaling kind of girl. And just before I move on to values, I think that would be really helpful for the listeners too. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why I want to talk about this and is really good timing as well for right now is because I'm currently journaling on this as well. And usually I do it towards the end of the year. So then I can basically have an entire reset before the start of a new year. And it feels like, okay, I'm identity shifting. I call it identity reprogramming in my one-to-one, which is what I love because I don't know, I think I kind of got it from Tony Robbins or, you know, a lot of other coaches as well. And I love the concept of identity reprogramming it just gives us control to you know about who we want to be because we're not set we're not set in stone we're not nobody wrote our names down in stone or in the stars and said this person is like this and does this every day and that's it it doesn't change no like we literally have the power to 
choose differently every single day. And if we want to ship things every few months, and if we want to really like create new habits and say who you want to become, I'm very I really am a strong advocate for it because I can see the difference in my clients as well when they do it because I can see the huge difference that it creates within me. So one of the things that I do ask myself and I have been asking myself has actually been, okay, so how does she think? How is she being? And then I sort of, once I get to know her, it's this really fun part of I'm getting to know her. I'm getting to understand who she is, what she's like, what she loves, what she doesn't love. And it's a really fun process because I get to really know her more and more. And the more I get to know her, it's like I'm getting closer to being her. Like I'm aligning with that version that I want to be like. As opposed to saying I'm set in stone and I cannot change these habits even though I want to. Things like that. Like That's not true. We all have the power to create the version of ourselves that we want to be. Okay, so what is she wearing? Small things like that. Like even if you wanted to show up as a better, like, you know, have more confidence in yourself as opposed to wearing things that other people are wearing for the sake of it. Like, this is not it. This is not what we're here for. We're here to create our own version that we like, right? What is she eating? How is she moving? So like, this could be simple things like, okay, I no longer feel good when eating these foods, whatever. So I'm moving forward and changing and trying new things, getting rid of things because I'm like, it's not about restriction. It's about this feels better for me. This feels better for my body, listening to my body. How is she? I was just about to talk about Tony Robbins and you're pulling it out already. So how is she moving? Like, how is this? (laughs) I love it. And like, I I also bought that book. I remember talking to Sarah about Awaken the Giant Within. And I was like, is this a good investment? My God, is it? What? I love it. I absolutely love that book because it really does talk about, well, who do I want to be? Like, really, truly, what habits do I want to create? Like, what does that person want to create within their lives that's going to help them long term? And so another thing that I journal on is what are her habits? What is her routine like? What are her routines? How does she wake up in the morning? How does she go to sleep? What are her mornings looking like? And how does she talk to people? What is her voice like? This could be a huge confidence shift within you when you say, okay, what does my voice sound like when I speak to others? How do I show up with my head held up high as opposed to trying to hide? And Sarah and I talk about that as well in terms of body language and things like that. What are things that she no longer does? This is almost as important, if not more important, as to what does she now do? What does she do more of? Is what does she no longer do? What does she no longer associate with? And what? who is her partner? Who are her friends? Because really creating that environment for you to succeed, to thrive, to feel your best, that is the most important thing here, to really enable you to grow and expand in the easiest possible way, in the least resistant way, where, of course, when we're growing, when we're evolving, there are going to be challenges, but we want to limit those as much as possible. We don't want somebody who is making it really difficult for us to grow and expand. We want to create the opposite, something that favors us as opposed to creating more obstacles for us. So that's why I've been journaling on this yet again, because I'm creating some shifts in some areas of my life. And that's where I really, like, I think it's week, no, month two that we do this. When I do this with clients, 
And when we do it, there is something different. Like there's something that just shifts and clicks because suddenly without noticing, you're actually adjusting and creating your own rules. You're creating your own self. And the ID, the id, is not set in stone. Your identity is not set in stone. I repeat it because it's true. Like we're not our stories. We're not our past. We're who we want to be, essentially. So we get to create that. And that's what I love about this so much is that we have the power to do so. So what are your thoughts while we're looking at the book? I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm after pulling out loads of books. (laughs) Of course. Because I know we're talking about values next. And like I'm one of those weirdo that has all these books to talk about values and I've actually discovered my values in so many different ways and I find each one fascinating actually for all of the listeners I don't know if you know Dr. John Martini is it Martinez or Mar- no it's Dr. Demartini uh Dr. D-E-M-A-R-T-I-N-I. He's amazing, by the way. He's one of those old school, like golden ones, right? He's like up there with Tony Robbins and them, right? So he does the value determination assessment. It's free and it's unreal for discovering what your true values are. So I love that, Patrick, talking about the future self. Like, so the, the, what we've just talked about is kind of the coaching questions to get you thinking deeper in your journal. And that's such power in that right such power in that the future self who is she let's embody her now so the next thing I would move on to would be the values so like I said check out Dr. Demartini he has the value determination that's beautiful it's actually an online free assessment that I've actually included in my one-to-one program now because I haven't found anything like that before and it's very 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 interesting but like I remember sitting poolside in Dubai a couple of years ago, and this is where I truly learned about values was from Tony Robbins. And when I read the material, again, guys, Awaken the Giant Within, fantastic book. It's one of his, you know, very early chapters. And it's like, if you don't know your true values, prepare for pain. And what he means by that is, you know, basically your values are not just the things that are important to your day-to-day life, right? It's the, the navigation system. You know, the values come before everything else. And for me at that time, I think I realized I just sat down and a really simple question, where am I happiest? Where am I unhappiest? What am I spending time, energy, money on that's not bringing me joy? What am I doing that I absolutely love? And I think at the time I was doing CrossFit and I just loved the feeling of being in there. I love the community aspect. I loved how my body felt. And at the same time, I was also out every single weekend, which I don't regret. Like, obviously, we had great times in Dubai, you know, such a social place. And of course, I didn't like I never stopped drinking anything like that. But I think I realized how much, you know, time I was putting into all of that and how crap I felt and like the weight I put on and all of those things. And it honestly like was like a light bulb moment for me it was such a light bulb moment for me and I'm laughing because I'm reading a little paragraph that I wrote in my Tony Robbins book at that time and it's like what's most important to me in life and this was just before I started coaching and it was like my expansion and being more than just me in this world my expression as someone, because I, I knew I loved mindset and I had so much to share. My expression as someone so much higher than my own life and a deep impact on people everywhere. Love, connection, family and friends and their happiness. And at that time, I actually, like we just said there, I decided who was actually making me feel crap and who do I want to spend all of my time with? And that really, like, I'm not even joking, it really minimized my circle, actually, really quickly which was funny. Love, connection, family, friends, success in my name, you know, wealth and love, my home, my contribution to the world, travel, always learning, connecting with my with soulmates, love, fashion as well, creative expression, right? So I got really 
into like what's truly important to me. And I think I have my priority list then love, success, health, security, power, adventure. And for me, like then I was able to make this kind of a map. Okay, these are so important to me. Now what do we eliminate? And what do like, you know, so my life took a very different direction. And that's why I actually put values as the first chapter in my first free ebook, Ready, Set, Grow, because that was a massive thing for me, right? So guys at home, if you're listening, I would say what is truly important to you, right? And, you know, your fulfillment in life does come down to how you are living to your values, right? Your values play a huge role in your happiness and they should guide every decision. And some people, it's like freedom lifestyle. Other people, it's security and safety of a nine to five job, right? And this is the beauty of everyone being so, so different. You need to really look inside you and say, what is so important to me? Now, it's so funny. My values have completely changed. Like I've got a newborn. I'm also, again, a dog mom. My puppy has come up to live with me after the newborn stage again. And honestly, for me, it's the simple, it's the time with my my family now is everything, right? So then what decisions does that need to change for me going forward? Back then it was the career girl, right? It still is the career girl, but it has totally changed now in terms of my true happiness and where I light up and wh- where I want to spend my time. So Values is always a nice one to come back to. You'll always have the same values, like love and connection will always come first to me. I've got, you know, my business is next. And then I I kind of use that to make my high priority checklist every week. This is really good as well if you're still with us, right? If you come up with your values, right, and then you kind of do a high priority checklist that match those values, basically. So what kind of things do I do now, now that I know my values? And say if it's something that you feel unmotivated to do, always link it back to the value. But no, that's a value of mine. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, I've done my values with the Demartini thing that I talked about at the start. And then I have a high priority checklist based on my value priority. Right. So number one, daily rituals, affirmations, writing out my goals and my figures and my gratitude. Okay. That's linked to value one. Okay. Which is love, self-love connection. Number two, current clients come first, checking my morning messages. You know, this is like, it could, it might be for your career, right? It might be for you, you setting up a business that links to value two or whatever. Right. So it's kind of like looking at your overall values and making sure that you're living a life aligned with them. So that's really, really powerful. So then just move, actually, yeah, do you want to give a quick take on your values and how you've done it, Patrick? Because I, I I probably went into a little bit of a, a spill there. <laughs> Perfect. No, I loved that. I loved that. I actually did my values with Tony Robbins as well. And I also had a look at them. Do you know what? When I started meditating, I knew something didn't feel quite aligned and it just instantly fell off. I don't know what it was. It was, I think I was just writing out the way I actually wanted my life to look like. And certain things automatically started falling off, as in, I didn't actually want to spend time with certain people and with good reason because they were not matching my frequency anymore. I didn't want to date random people that didn't make me feel good or were not matching where I was. It just, it does not align with me. So because I knew what I wanted, because I knew how I wanted to feel all of a sudden, it's like something just clicked and all of those, the rest of the things that didn't match fell off. And then I did it with Tony Robbins when I went into that book and wrote in the book, I was like, wow, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. And they will keep changing, of course, as your life changes, but say mine for like a good while had to be 
movement like in a dancey way whereas now I'm like I don't mind I actually really enjoy my walks but it's still movement but some things will definitely change especially if you get into a relationship things like that like say uh, the same as you mine is always love and connection but it's not just family and friends anymore it's like I really love 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 spending time with my partner just doing nothing like we're such a nothingness type of couple where we could just sit there and talk for hours about anything that comes up and like affection would be a really strong one for me I'm Spanish so that is you know that comes up quite a lot as well <laughs> but you know there will always be like well-being and health being a huge one and interestingly enough I was focusing so much on like okay how do I upgrade my career how do I do this like come on let's go and like on this type of focus 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 and I was forgetting about the fact that I was actually mentally stressing myself and this has happened you know this will keep showing up until you find the balance that you are looking for because if well-being and health is on top of your values and you keep getting run down or if you keep feeling a bit crappy and just really fatigued and burnt out and like really tired because you're constantly doing then for us high achieving women we need to take a step back and say how am I prioritizing that well-being health one because if we're not then something is out of alignment again and I'm very much that's why I talk about life alignment all the time because I'm like hang on I'm forgetting something here and that's why I'm not feeling very great so then it's about coming back and being like okay this is why my values are important because if I forget them mm, I go off the track basically and I forget and this happens all the time it's part of the journey so then one of my values for example I found was personal growth I knew because I was in therapy since I was like 16 like on and off but then I was like no there's something like there's something else and then that's you know starting coaching starting reading all of the books I was like oh my god something has clicked here so then it went into my list because I'm just constantly <laughs> constantly at it as as some of us are and then even finding something like freedom because if you have freedom as one of your values then you're going to be like actually maybe I don't want that security of nine to five all the time maybe I want something different maybe I want that remote flexibility working from where I want it's about finding your own juice because if you're working off somebody else's juice it's just going to be nasty your life's just going to be like it's like getting a smoothie that you hate and just because it looks good you know what I mean it's like literally going to a smoothie shop and be like yeah. I saw that smoothie on Instagram and I want it no you do not like you've tried it it's manky no just get rid of it and create your own feckin' smoothie create your own mm -hmm. smoothie with your own values and what really like when you think about it like I literally have an entire vision board of like ocean and palm trees things like that it's like that's because it's my juice that doesn't mean it has to be somebody else's juice just yeah. because it might look good on Instagram 100% yeah and I know so many and even me and you probably have very different values even though we're both coaches you know I feel like people think it's the mainstream stuff like loads of money in the bank like traveling all the time and you know like again just going back to how everything is different I think we actually had a conversation about this and I think when you work for yourself and some of you guys will be listening you can get very wrapped up in the met the success metrics right because you see it all the time how to make 20k months how to make 30k how to do 100k a year whatever and it's kind of like you know you have to take, take a step back and say is that truly important and does that does, does it actually match with the kind of life I want to live yes it's it, of course money is important it, it allows you comfort but like when you're chasing 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 
And I've been there and I was forgetting about my number one value, which was love and connection. And I really had to draw myself back. And now, I mean, I don't start work till about like, honestly, I don't start like about one o'clock in the day. That's perfect with me. Right. That's perfect. I'm not. And I used to be like 5 a.m. Let's hustle. Let's go. And like, don't get me wrong. And I'm the 5 a.m. Club is one of my favorite books. But the 5 a.m. Club, you know, it's not sustainable. The 5 a.m. Wake ups and the you know what I mean? Of course, it's like it is so important to have a morning routine, but for a whole other reason, not to you know what I mean like as a success metric or anything like that so for me there was a massive realizations really in the last couple of months especially when I got to burnout when I was not putting my partner first when I was you know what I mean then becoming a mom it really fucking shocks you into what's important it does and I think that's when I had to think back and you know take a step back and say I still want to have the career how can I have more time for myself though now, you know? So anyway, it's coming back to that question in my life right now and say this to yourself, in my life right now, what's truly important to me? How do I want to show up? Like, you know, do I want to go on two holidays a year? What has to happen for that to happen? You know, what kind of, and I, that's not, you don't have to like think, what are my values? I don't know. Think of that question. How do I want to live my life? What's the perfect life mean to me? And you'll find it's the simplest of stuff. You know, it's the simplest stuff. And it might be a case for you where you stop spending money and going out every weekend, where you stop spending money sitting down watching Netflix for two hours a night because you could be spending it maybe journaling, reading, you know, seeing somebody who lights you up, whatever that is. So it's kind of just playing around with the whole concept of what is my true essence and how do I create more of that? Because that that's what creates fulfillment. And this is why I feel unfulfilled. I'm not doing the things that light me up. And I know I'm not. Moving on to focus pillars. So very quickly on this, if you have been following me, you'll know that this is a nice little way to to gain clarity on what's most important to you. Now, I, I like to use the wheel of life actually with this one. Sometimes I like to look at all the different you know aspects of my life. So what are the wheel of life? There's love, there's relationships, finances, health, significant other or like dating or whatever for someone who's single I can't even think like my my head money not, uh, finance is another yeah. one um, spirituality time, like hobbies in fact actually yeah. yeah 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 do you know what I like it's actually gonna annoy me so much I'm gonna just pause this and bring it up and actually call each one out so people can actually hold on okay so I just pulled one up here so health friends significant other recreation spirituality, career, finances, and personal growth, even though there's so many of them. But anyway, each of those sections, I like to kind of go and think, okay, what's really important for me to prioritize right now and not what I think I should do, what's actually super important for me. For me now, a lot of it has been about like downtime, personal development, relationships, you know what I mean? Not just this businesswoman trying to do it all, right? Because that's creating unfulfillment. So really good to come back to the wheel of life. And then we want to choose no more than three areas in our life that we're willing to give massive mental and physical dedication to going forward. So I like to look at the the focus pillars like, you know, I like to reassess them or kind of come back to them every quarter. So I try to, you know, do it for like three months at a time and then come back and reassess. So basically I choose three areas. I would also get my clients to do this, choose three areas, right? And I would say, okay, we're going to basically spend weekly energy on these three areas, right? So I I separate them into pillars. Some of my clients will genuinely have one pillar if it's super important to them, if it's a creating a business, for example, or, you know, like starting their own personal brand. Or some people, it might be a, a big one is health and fitness. Obviously, they'll want the health and fitness to be strong. 
relationships and wedding planning. It could be, you know, I think for me, I went through a stage of, you know, business, house hunting, health and fitness, baby business, <laughs> house designing. Of course, business is always there, right? So choose three areas of li- your life that are really important to you. And then, you know, I want you to just like take out a journal and write down your first goal or your first pillar in as much detail as possible. Write a few statements on why is this goal so important to you? So what would this mean for you? And really exaggerate this one. Okay. What is the pain of not achieving this? Why is this like super crucial for you to give your daily energy to, right? What is the pain of not achieving it? What is the pleasure of achieving it? What will this do for you 10 years down the line? Don't forget to get really into the why. Okay. What is the emotional link to this? Why is this super important? And then the next part, just write down what kind of steps you need to take to make this goal happen. So list them in chronological order. What needs to be done first, then after, etc. If you can, you know, and then afterwards, when you fill in your weekly planner, you can allocate time to these steps week this week, next week. A lot of my clients choose confidence building. If they come to me, a lot of it is about confidence building. So they'll write down why is this so important to me? And then they'll list out steps of things that they can do to build their confidence. And they make sure every week they're they're filling up their weekly planner with something from that pillar. The next pillar might be literally a morning routine. Why is this so important for me? Because I want to start my day intentionally. I want to start the day with myself. What kind of steps do we take? We carve out the time. We might get the buy a new journal. We, you know what I mean? Whatever that is. Okay. Next one could be health and fitness. Okay. Why is it so important to me? Right. What kind of steps do I, do you need to get a coach? Do you need to go back to your nutrition plan? Do you need to carve out a time for the weekly shop? Do you need to, you know, so just choose three life areas and then write a little paragraph as much, give as much clarity as possible why is it so important has to come next and the way the why and the way the way is the the roadmap the chronological steps that you need to take then get your weekly calendar have your focus pillars on your wall in front of you and make sure that every week that you are filling it up with as much of these activities as possible so I hope that makes sense and Patrick do you want to give your take on focus pillars or how do you I suppose create that discipline for yourself week on week how you create your roadmap Yeah. So the way that I would do it, I always pick three and I also do this thing where I write a statement for each pillar. And what that means is that I leave that statement. So what I I write in that statement is as if that is already happening now or that I've already achieved it. And then I leave it, which is really strange, but I just saw my friend Sharina doing it. And I was like, hey, like, this is a really great shout. She left it on her mirror in the bathroom. So I (laughs) I stick it up in the mirror in the bathroom. And every time like I'm showering or whatever, like it's there. So that's where it is. So sorry, is that like a statement that like kind of like the affirmations, like you've already achieved it? Exactly. Oh, can you give us an example of that? That's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, like for a while I was trying to, okay. Oh yeah. So one thing that I wanted to do was change jobs, for example. And I wrote it down as if it already happened, like as in like, I'm really grateful that this has happened, blah, blah, blah. And then I would read it out every single day out loud. And so that was one of my statements and that I was really, really focused on. And then it happened. So it was just a really nice thing to do. And it was like, you know, it didn't really stress me out either. I was just kind of like 
passively looking at it and taking the little steps that I could take every single day like not letting it take over my day and now what I do is pick three like that that I want to like step forward step into one of them for example was like having really nice hobbies with really nice people and then I moved over here and then I had those you know like I I took like your subconscious mind is going to play with that a bit and it's going to remember because you're looking at them every single day so it's really nice because they're there. It's like a mini written vision board uh, for the next three months or six months or whatever, whatever you need it there for. Usually not like three or four months is nice to to have as like a little stepping stone so that it's not like too far away. So that's what I like. It's like setting your intentions. I think setting intentions is so important because it's mm. going to give you that that guidance. Like it's going to you know, having no intentions is fine, but then it's kind of like you're not taking the reins and having the reins. It's like, you know, I'm setting these intentions for the next few months. And because I'm looking at it every day, that's quite nice because it reminds me, it reminds me. And then that sort of adjusts in a way my behaviors. It's like a motivator that's there for me. And then of course, like the vision boards is something that I have externally on my wall, just there hanging around and I look at it and I literally feel it. Like I feel them. (laughs) You're like, yeah, it's all on the so- way. Yeah, no, it's that was literally where I was going to come to next was the vision board. Now, I feel like we'll do another episode actually on creating. We actually might do that next. We'll do the next episode on creating your vision board because I have so many stories about like my vision boards throughout the year. It's crazy shit, like, like really crazy. And I know you do too. Yeah. You just absolutely. showed me your one recently. You had podcasts on it. There you go. Like, oh my God. Yes, of course. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> How weird. And that's even before we had a conversation about a podcast. Yeah, which is 100%. so weird. Yeah. And she didn't even tell me. She only told me that recently. But that just goes to show, yeah, they're they're extreme. they're actually scared. Like sometimes I'm really scared to them because they actually are they just unbelievable. They happen. So yeah, so the next point would be to do the vision boards. Just very quickly, how I do a vision board is genuinely I would get a blank PowerPoint up or you can do this on Canva. I've actually realized if you type vision board into Canva, you get so many cool templates. So it's another way to do it. If you prefer like a digital version, because like not a lot of people do have the time. Now, we love the old school ones. And and in the next episode, we're going to go deep into the old school one and why we think it's so, so cool and so important to, to actually carve out a couple of hours to do it. It's just stunning personal project especially and it always makes me feel more confident about myself because I'm like oh my god look at this beautiful life that like I do live in now and I, and the stuff that I want and like I know it's coming and and you have a picture of yourself in the middle and it's just it's such an amazing thing to do but anyway I would go on PowerPoint and then I would have maybe Pinterest or you know any Google images or whatever beside me and I like to have some fun with color palettes and get creative and I I like to on one of my PowerPoint slides, I might have career and I'll put in loads of pictures of like what I want that to look, feel like, etc. I might have health and fitness on my next one. I could have relationships. I've got my little Zen corner where I have like meditation-y stuff for breath work or me and the embodiment of inner peace and I had some things very specific things then for my house in in Cork and like I can't wait to actually share on the next one some of the really weird things that manifested for me when I set my intentions on where I wanted to live in Ireland and it's just crazy like I actually took the action and I acted as if it had happened before it did happen so that's a big part of the vision board as well as it's kind of you acting as if and like Patrick said feeling it feeling it is so important to manifest it too like it's feeling is actually where it's at not just the face like a brick wall looking at these pictures but the actual oh my god feeling like it's happening right 
So that's the same as gratitude. And that's another episode. Oh, God, we have all these like episode ideas. I can't wait to like do them because gratitude when people don't feel it, it's a blockage. Right. But we need to teach you how to feel it. But anyway, the vision board should come next. So then I would have like a page for each, you know, a PowerPoint site. Because the reason I say PowerPoint is really easy to copy the picture and paste it on without you having to save it and blah, blah, blah with it, you know. So then I would print out each, uh, I kind of make like some images bigger, smaller, et cetera. And then I have fun like cutting them out and putting them on. I get like a stretch canvas, canvas board. You can get in like discount stories. Like they're really, don't go spending a bomb. Like they're really cheap when you get them in like kind of crafty stories and stuff. I would usually go for kind of like A1, A2. Check this one. The one that I have currently is... 75 by 50 centimeters but I think that's a lovely size and it's big and it's bold and now I know Roxy Nafusi actually talks about putting your vision board away but like I quite like it mm-hmm. it's no. a funny one because she's like put it away because you trust but like I love looking at it and I, I still love trust at mine. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. what's your like I mean I, I don't think we should go on too much because this episode's quite long with the amount of information already but I think we should maybe keep what do you think our vision board if I'm for... completely honest it really does depend so uh, I'll give you an example of when I have put one away and it was when I created a big one for my career and things like that specifically for my career and business and it was large as in I don't know if the universe did this for a reason but I sent it out to get it done and the size nearly matched my door oh my god first of all share with me where you can send it off to get it done can you do that Um, on Canva Yes, you can do that on Canva now. But at the time that I was doing uh, my vision boards, like getting into them properly, I did it and I sent it to a printing shop. That's where I was sending them when I switched yeah. them like every few whatever. And I I said, can you, can you do it for me? Like I, I said, I shared it with one of my clients. She was like, I heard me. I was like, it's true. This is the size. Wow. I sent it out. I was like, could you just do it for me with the usual size? You know, because I have gone to them a few times and I collected it. I was so excited. I'm, I'm always so excited to, to collect them. And my partner's just not able for this, like at all. I was so excited to collect it. And I went and I was like, oh, lovely. Oh, this. You know, they give them to me rolled up so I can't oh tell. Oh my God. And then, like, sometimes on the way home, I was like trying to put it in my handbag. I was like, oh, it's kind of coming out of it. That's strange. But then I was getting a smoothie out on my way home and I kind of slightly opened it. I was like, what size is this? And I went home and it wouldn't stop rolling out. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is like from the ancient civilizations. Like, and I, I pulled it out. I was like, how am I going to put this up? And where am I going to put it? Oh my God. And like, I waited until my partner came home and I was like, I need to show you something. And he was like, what? <laughs> and he thought, he was like, no, no, this is can't be it. Like, this, can't this is getting out of hand now, Patrick. This yeah. is getting too this much. Is... <laughs> and it was too much. <laughs> it was too much. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put it away. <laughs> but this is this one thing that happened, okay? This is the one time I've ever had a bit of resistance. Maybe it's because of the size. I had a bit of resistance towards this vision board. Why? Because I was working with my coach and I said, I I don't feel good. I don't know why. And then she was like, I think you've actually developed resistance. She is an excellent person for vision boards. She's taught me all the ways. And she was like, I think you've actually developed a bit of 
vision board resistance like towards that vision because yeah it's huge but also like you've put in things there that are a bit like too fat as in like she kind of prefers to focus on the next nine months yeah and I, love I that. put stuff there yeah and I put stuff there as in like I was like this is going to be a vision like this is a vision that I have but I didn't I kind of just wanted to make like one that I would look at for a while you know not just like one year a few months yeah I and that you. was my mistake that was the one time I've ever put it in it's actually in my wardrobe stuck up <laughs> so it's <laughs> is it in still there? my wardrobe it's still there wow. it's in my wardrobe and I said you know what it's gonna stay here but mm. I don't open that wardrobe it's like kind of like the second wardrobe that I have mm-hmm. so I was like when I open it I'll just see it and I'll be like this is nice and now I enjoy like whenever I open that wardrobe because there's no resistance I'm like I know that when I open it every now and then yes. you know it's nice to just keep but yeah. my main vision board it's like the next nine months I love that yeah, I yeah. and I and I know people say dream big, and I'm all for dreaming big and large, marriage, right? But at the same time, it's nice that when your brain can start to like. For me, it's been a very much a step by step process. Like my brain can believe even with finances, for example. Like back then, if you were to say some some of the things that I can start to believe now, I'd be like, not a chance, right? And there's no point in you looking at that because you won't feel anything towards it because you you see it actually as oh, I can't achieve that. So then that probably creates more of a, like a limiting belief. So like, it's not like, you know, downplay yourself, but I'm all for like, like you said, dreaming big in the back of your mind. But I think when you have that to focus on, you're just a lot more like sprung into action when it seems like a possibility for you, do you know? So it's kind of, I think it's nice to just focus on that couple of months ahead, the year ahead, and then revisit every time. And it, it will naturally get bigger and bigger for you if you stay on par with that one. You know what I mean? And Completely. Then we, being, we, yep. we get bigger and bigger as we go. Same as affirmations, right? It's like, don't write something that your brain won't believe, right? And it doesn't have to fully believe it yet, but it can start to believe the possibility, the idea of it even, right? It's like, yeah, this is this, I can do this. No problem. Okay, I love looking at this. Now I'm going to go do the action that will get me closest, closer to it. So yeah, it yeah. is about kind of not overwhelming yourself is a good way to put it absolutely even with affirmations <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the size of it as well like I couldn't believe it it's, <laughs> it's bigger than any tv I've ever seen but another thing as well now that you say it about creating resistance is affirmations and I just I get worried sometimes because some people mm. develop such a huge resistance and the reason for that is because you're potentially creating affirmations that are as you said, too far away about situations, but also about I am. So for instance, I would not, I would be cautious of saying certain things because they might actually just cause really, really unpleasant emotions. So if you feel like you're really far away from something and you've had like, for example, really like really strong challenges with your self-worth, like use your affirmations of I'm in the even even though I don't believe this right now I'm in the process of and I am willing Mm, I love that I'm willing to work on this I'm willing to change my mindset Mm. and those things of like I'm in the process of is is really really it's going to tweak that and it's going to make the big shift for you 100% I love that. Yeah, because you're in the process of it doesn't it it doesn't freak you out into I need to feel like this today, right? It's no we're going to have like, you know, it's a slower process than we think, but that's okay because we're still going in that direction. I love that. Thank you for your wisdom as always. <laughs> and yours. Um, okay. So there goes, I think we've given you lots to think about. That's just a general 
like again, values, look a bit more into values, beautiful, look a bit more into your focus pillars, you know, make a vision board if you haven't made one already. I mean, there's tons of information out there, right? And that's how to make make them. You don't have to take everything that me and Patrick are saying word for word. You can choose and pick and whatever you're aligned to, right? But it's all about creating that lovely direction for yourself that's yours. And really ask yourself, no, 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 what do I truly want? That's the golden ticket and the golden ticket, golden nugget in today's podcast is what do I truly want versus what do I think I should want? Because I thought I should want and I set set my sights out for it and sure I completely burned out and my relationships very much suffered. So please don't make that mistake that I did and do it faster, like get clear faster on what's actually important and not the, the metrics that Instagram will make you crave or believe is happiness or whatever so yeah anyway we hope you enjoyed this episode we will see you we're going to do vision boards next and get ready for some saucy manifestation secrets some of my this is my client stuff some of my stuff for years insane really insane stuff actually so i can't wait for that one and thanks a million guys we will see you for the next episode have a lovely day 